Plane rides are the most logical and fastest way to go to your educational destination. Don't get me wrong, I would never want to spend three to four months cruising through the oceans from Ukraine to the US, so I do understand the efficiency of having a plane ticket. Nevertheless, I'm going to be honest with you, being an international student ruined traveling for me. It takes a while to get from one direction to another, but the biggest minus when it comes to traveling is to travel alone. It is extremely boring, lonely, and emotionless. No, seriously, when I'm preparing to get started with my travels, I turn all my emotions off and let my instincts and logic to take over 99.99%. And I'm not saying 100 as a way to say hi to my stats professor and let him know that I got my grade for a reason. I could walk you through my usual way of traveling, though it would be mostly impossible since every ride is different in its own way. Yeah, it's almost like going on a date, a 12-hour one, but with bathroom breaks. Instead of telling you how I usually would be an emotionless creature while being overly regretful of many things a night before my trip, I will let you in a small story. A, because I can, and B, because it is probably the most extreme traveling I have ever experienced on my own. Summer rides tend to be a bit easier than the winter ones, simply because there are fewer snowstorms involved and the wings of the plane tend not to get frozen and then being antifreezed. Therefore, I wasn't as worried about not getting onto my second transfer location. So here I was, with my gray backpack and not so full battery because I didn't get as much sleep as someone would want to, but it wasn't really necessary as I could get sleep for a couple of hours on the plane. Nonetheless, I came into the plane, as always, surrounded by grumpy people, because it was morning, who were heading to their destinations. And as I approached my seat, I saw there was a piece of white paper with a message. Don't sit down. And I was like, hello, homie, what is this? I obviously was polite and asked about the whole situation. The stewards being secretive ninjas didn't really tell me what was happening and simply reseated me on another row. Also, it wasn't just my seat that was meant to be empty since three rows from both sides were closed. Of course, it didn't seem right, but I sat in my new place and hoped to be done for the day. However, it didn't end there as I had to relocate myself one more time because the seat was meant for someone else where they placed me. 
As I walked to my other supposed seat, one of the male stewards laughed and jokingly said that it was a sign that I was meant to stay in Ukraine. Being a polite girl I am, I laughed at him and told him seriously, STOP! This situation really did not feel right, and I have never experienced a situation where one-third of the passengers were turned away because of some malfunctions with one of the plane lights. Finally, after an hour and 40 minutes, we started our flight. Honestly, there was a point that I wished they had told me to take another plane the next day because now it indicated that I will certainly be late. How late would you ask? Well, 20 minutes. 20 minutes is all I had for the transfer stop. While being in the air, I asked one of the flight crew members what I should do if I do not make it. The stewardess informed me with two choices. A, I either could make it with Godspeed and help me. And if that didn't work, she advised me to go to the nearest table with their airline name and simply rebook another flight to the US. Yeah, so simple. Girls and boys who had the same situation, you know what I'm talking about, that this is the period of time where you come up with the most unique swear words because boy, you can be more frustrated and disappointed at that time. As we were landing, I was already feeling my engine starting to pump that energy and I was about to initiate protocol RUN! But also, I would like to point out that if you have ever seen how tigers or anyone in the cat family act when they're running for their goal, you will definitely see what I'm about to depict. And here we were, landing and getting ready. Right after I have exited the plane, I instinctively looked at the designation time board and started to run my way out and thinking 20 minutes. I can still make it, right? As I approached the corner, I almost said a bad word. Darn, there is a transfer train that I have to take to get to my terminal. While standing for a couple of seconds waiting for the piece of highly technological metal to come and then finally to get on it, I got a message from my mom saying that the company we used for tickets has already rebooked my tickets because logically I simply didn't have enough time to make it to the current boarding process. With a frown, I thought that they can kiss my booty because I needed to be on that plane and there was another bus in the US that day that I had to catch. Yeah, it's a long traveling thing we have going on in here, which meant that I would have to stay over a night at the hotel if I didn't make it in the end. Okay, the train was here and I was good. The mechanical doors open with a squeak and I, with a sharp sound of my not new balance sneakers, started to fast sprint for my life to those gates. But if you have ever traveled, you know that with transition comes customs, where they check all your hand baggage and sometimes ask you to take off your shoes because, you know, reasons. So here I was, enduring my pain in my thighs, legs, and lungs as I yeet my coat and backpack on the rack, but then gently getting my laptop out. What? It's expensive, okay? God bless, there was one person before me, so I could get quickly by him, 
So I get all my things and then I see these giant long stairs before me and next to it a slow escalator. Bro, do I look like I have time to be cute and I am not here to meet a guy. I am here to get on the plane. So I sprint, skipping two steps at a time and moving despite the pain, the burning lungs, you know, the usual, while having those desperate thoughts that I won't make it and would have to take another plane, God knows when. While sprinting and counting was my motivation energy, I winced and saw my gate. Don't forget, I have a nice packed backpack with me on my shoulders that's pretty heavy, like, I don't know, three to four kilos. Meanwhile, the nice officer asks for my US documentations and I slide them to him while literally tearing up because the plane was still there, almost departing. I saw my gold line and it was there, it was the finish line, it, it just was. However, I did not feel relieved fully as one of the assistants asked me to come up to the desk and simply to see what was wrong with my ticket because you remember they rebooked it. They told me things that I have already known and that the company has already put me on another flight which would make me fly around Europe first and only then I would be able to get to the US. I looked at one of the attendants and said that I just couldn't miss the flight because I had to catch a, another bus in the US. Well, his donut hole co-worker kept saying that I couldn't um, do so because there wasn't a seat on the plane for me and so on. Just take a second and imagine how I felt standing there and physically seeing the plane. My freaking plane. and. Meanwhile, I kept hearing this guy saying that they have already given my place to someone else. However, not everything was lost as another attendant just shut the guy up and called up some people to get me on the plane. God bless him. In reality, there was an actual seat for me as another attendant fixed the issue in a couple of seconds. I was grandly thanking him and took my ticket and just went into the plane. Before I departed on the plane though, while being on the bridge, I called my dad saying that I made it. Oh my god, I made it. He couldn't believe it and so couldn't I. He called me a magician. Yeah, a fast one. I would be lying if I said that I didn't tear up a little, because let's be honest, when have you ever heard of a person making it while getting through half of the airport and debating with some of the airport crew why you should be on the plane and still make it? Thank you to those people who were a bit late because you gave me those 10 minutes out of 20 given, knowing how they usually close gates are 20 minutes before their departure. Yeah, so that's my story of how I made it to my next plane transit in 20 minutes while parkouring my way through a French airport. And God bless sport because if I haven't done those squats and got myself to the gym with a pro, I don't think I could have made it. My advice to all you out there who are traveling, if you ever come to find yourself in a situation like this, remember, do not panic. You either make it, hopefully, or you get on another flight, which I have also done in my traveling adventures. 
but if you wanted some real tea, persuade someone to fly with you because boy and girls, flying alone stings and flying alone for over six years stings squared. But still, God bless those planes because I don't think I would be able to cruise through the ocean or ultimately not seeing my family for over six years. Thank you for listening to this episode of how being an international student ruined traveling for me. If you enjoyed spending your time with Swaying with an International Pedestrian podcast and would like to hear more of the content like this or better, please continue listening to us on whatever platform and share this podcast with your people or recommend it to those who might need it, especially, I guess, who like to travel. I'm your host, soon to be your favorite Ukrainian, Yarena. Till next time, and don't forget to breathe. Safe travels out there.